When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We ring the bells because we thought that there were going to be trade deadline deals by the Pacers, and there were. Then it looked like there was going to be a bigger one. Then there wasn't, and now what the hell are they going to do? What did they do today? Not buyers, not sellers. Yeah. Kevin Pritchard, do some work and build a damn championship for this city. For God's sake, get off your ass and do something. Golly. All right, the Indianapolis Colts. I don't understand the defense. All right, and and we've given the defense kind of a pass. And I got a text today from somebody I respected said, "Hey, what about the defense?" Okay, what about the defense? We'll talk about the defense of the Indianapolis Colts. Why Gus Bradley is coming back, and why maybe he should. But what needs to happen to that defense? to make a significant change in it. And you don't need to scratch too deep to get to the numbers that really didn't, that showed that things didn't go as well as they should have for the Colts this past year and kind of underscores why 4-12-1 was the reality of this past season. We're also going to talk about the IU women. They got Iowa tonight, and that's a huge game down at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, and I'm looking forward to watching it on BTN. I'm telling you that. Number two versus number five in women's college basketball, cool beans. We'll talk about IU's men's team. Why this stretch of the schedule is absolutely crucial for these guys to build an NCAA resume that allows them maybe to get into the second week. We would love to see that, would we not? Yes, we would. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, February 9th, two thousand twenty. Uh, three, brought to you by the great people at BUSR, BUSR.com slash Kent. Go there, register, deposit, play, have fun, enjoy yourself. If you're smart, maybe you make a little money for yourself. If you're lucky, you make a little bit of money for yourself. Hey, I think it's got a lot more to do with luck than not, especially if you play every day. Every once in a while, we know, right? There have been games where I knew what was going to happen. And I'm 100% right in those games, and I try to tell you and, and give you tips. I don't miss those. Sometimes I got information that is uh, absolutely crucial to the conduct of a team participating in, uh, in that game, and, and I tell you about it because I'm a generous guy. It's what we do here. All right, hit the subscribe button. The, the autograph football has been shipped. 
It is going to be here at the latest by Wednesday. Close the business. I can't wait. We'll open up the box right here on the show. You'll see, if you're a subscriber, the football you could win. And I ship it to you right away at the end of the week, like next Saturday. I will put it in a box myself, write a little note, ship it off, off it goes, and all you have to do is open it when you get it at home. It's awesome. I love doing it. I hope you enjoy winning it. I hope you enjoy playing it. But you've got to be a subscriber to qualify to win it. All right. Hit the like button. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live or post a video. And if you want to make a super thanks, we don't argue with that. All right, let's talk about the coaching situation of the Colts' defense. Gus Bradley, it has been said, is going to be back as a defensive coordinator, and that's for a couple of reasons. And We know this because we know that the Colts have denied teams' requests to interview Gus Bradley for a parallel move, which is the right of the employer. If they've got a coach under contract, you know what? Nobody's going to stand in the way of a defensive coordinator interviewing for a head coaching position, okay? Um, that just, that's not cricket. It's not within the rules. But for a parallel move, the team that's got the coach under contract can say, nay, nay, you're not going to interview for that job, and that's what the Colts have done with Gus Bradley. Teams have called, and, and Chris Ballard says, ha, we're keeping him. Doing that because the coach that they're going to hire either has already pledged his love for Gus Bradley and his, his lack of desire to remove him, or they don't have the stones or the muscle within the organization left to dictate the hire of a defensive or offensive coordinator. There you go. Um, might be a little bit of both. But here, here's the deal with Gus Bradley. You look at the turnover margin, and this is largely determined by the defense, but partially by the offense. All are guilty in the NFL. It's really, really hard, and it's almost always wrong to point at one person or one place as that sort of that lever that causes winning to become losing or losing to become winning. It is truly a team game, and it's offense and defense. And that's why we're talking about this, because look, what happened against the Cowboys? 33 points in the fourth quarter. Is that all on the offense? No. It is not all offensive mischievousness. Is that all on the defense? No. When the Vikings came back from the dead, down 33 nothing, they roar back to win that game 39-36. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Was that all on the offense? No, some of it was, but a lot of it was on the defense too. If Bradley comes back, and it appears he will, the Colts, look, they have got to get better at the turnover differential and, and not to get all kind of sort of racked up in, in the minutia of football, but what you've got to do, you, you've, that Hawk 3 defense that Gus Bradley loves and believes in, it has got to evolve into something a little less predictable. Predictability is death in the NFL. You have got to be less predictable in your coverages. You have to blitz more often. You can't just send four all day long. If people know you're just sending four, they can scheme toward that. You've got to be variable in your attack of the opposing offense, and you have got to get to the quarterback more often, and you have got to cause turnovers. Here are the turnover uh, numbers for the Colts in the last two years. Two years ago, with Eberflus, and, and God knows, we're all happy as the head coach of the Chicago Bears, happy for Eberflus, but happy also for the defense, because I got sick and tired of third and eights becoming first and tens. That can't happen regularly. At any rate, uh, it was 33 takeaways for the Colts and 19 turnovers for the Colts. That is a plus 14 margin. This past year, the Colts had 21 takeaways. That is a 12 takeaway difference. And they turned it over 34 times. That is a plus 15 differential in turnovers that the Colts authored and and handed to opposing defenses. That change in the plus minus, plus 27 turnovers against. Wow. Plus 27 is more than a turnover and a half per game. Even more to the point, what the Colts did last year, they here was their record in just the turnover battle. So here, this is really illustrative of how important the turnover battle is in how many games you win. You win the turnover battle, you win the game. Happens a lot. This past year, the Colts were 4-9-4 and four in the turnover battle. In 2021, they were 10-3-4 and four in the turnover battle. So there you go. You want to know why the Colts went 4-12-1 this past year instead of, like the previous year, 9-8, and eight, which they, they, they like took a dump the last two games and, and crapped their way from 9-6 and six to 9-8, and eight, granted. But they won the turnover battle four times this past year. They won four games. They uh, won the turnover battle 10 times last year, and they won nine games. That's how important it is to win the turnover battle, and Gus Bradley's defense did not do it enough. It didn't help, again, that the offense turned the ball over more often. 
but all, like I said, are guilty. It's that easy. Let's talk about the Pacers. And if you have, if you have surmised that I am not happy with Kevin Pritchard and the lack of activity from the Indiana Pacers on this trade deadline day, ding, at least to this point. We usually know within about 15 minutes after the trade deadline, and right now it's 4.50 or 3.54. So we're 54 minutes past. We know all the deals that have been done in all likelihood. What the Pacers did, they acquired George Hill, Serge Ibaka, and Jordan Wara from the Milwaukee Bucks. They gave up uh, really nothing of, of substance. They also acquired two second rounders. So what they're doing is they took on some cap space with Hill and Ibaka and uh, added a guy in Nuara who you feel like maybe he can play a little bit. He was a second-round pick out of Louisville in 2020. Pacers need to say goodbye to two, two because they have also they've waived Goga Batadza. I always held out hope. I said on a podcast that I thought that uh, Goga Batadza at some point was going to an all-star game. I missed just a little bit when I said that. That that just wasn't that wasn't uh, accurate in the least. But I always held out hope. He's a young guy. He's still twenty three years old. And you thought maybe somehow, some way, Gogo was gonna he's gonna figure it out. And all of a sudden, all that physical acumen that he has, all the shot blocking and and the shooting that he can do, and that aggression, you know. It, kind of generated by the war-torn streets of of, uh, the former Soviet Republic of Georgia was going to just blossom and we were going to see greatness right before our very eyes. Well, it didn't happen and now he's going to be on somebody else's roster, you would think. Nobody accepted him in a trade. That's never good. You you never want to be the guy that nobody wants to trade for and your team doesn't want to employ. Not a great way. You got no job security in, in that position whatsoever. George Hill, 36 years old, Ibaka, 33. Hill, $4 million, Ibaka, like $2 million. And and uh, the Bucks were making other deals. And so they had to clear some cap space. And it looks like this was, we were that port in the storm. So we were just a dumping ground for the refuge uh, of other, uh, other uh, franchises. One in particular, the Milwaukee Bucks. So you get two seconds and you get Nuara, and you say, okay, we're all done. I don't know how to hell this gets you closer to a championship. I just don't. I understand that all the dominoes need to fall and that, you know, you build a championship roster one brick at a time, and these are small bricks, but they're important bricks, and these aren't foundational pieces, but they put us in a position to do some things in the future that we're going to be able to build a championship with. No. This is just nonsensical management. And it has got to stop. Do something. Last year, I thought we were there. I thought the Sabonis for Halliburton deal was terrific. Got healed in the bargain. Drafted Mathurin. Good, or Matherin. Good, good, good. And and we're trying to rebuild. That's excellent. Let's go. And then, no, they got off to too good a start. And now good is good enough. And all of a sudden, the Pacers throw this thing in neutral. And they're going to wind up being a 42-win team again, probably next year, not this year. What are they doing? 
get this thing on the rails or get the hell out of the way and hire a new engineer. Let's go. I'm tired of this. One trip to the finals in almost a half century, no championships. Can we please do something that might bring a championship to Indianapolis? Could you do that? Could you pretend that you're interested in doing that rather than whatever the hell this is? I don't think Jordan Wara is going to be a guy who leads the, the, the Pacers to a championship. You need another piece or multiple pieces, and it's not enough to go to the offseason. I am tired of hearing this garbage. Uh, we're going to go to the offseason with a lot of cap space, and we're going to make some moves. And it's not just the Pacers. We hear it from the Colts, too. And, you know, we've got the resources we need to really put something on the field or on the court that people are really going to love and they're going to vibe with and yay, rock, go. It never happens. Can we have a general manager in this city who doesn't sit on his chips and just, you know, keep betting the blinds and, and then dwindle, 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 dwindle? Can we get somebody with some balls in this city to build something, or at least make the attempt to build something that could be successful. Is that too much to ask? And Pritchard's a guy that ought to be able to do it. I don't know if, if like, Simon is sitting on him and saying, no, 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 this is, you know what, all of a sudden seats are filling. We're, we're selling some tickets. Let's not piss people off. Screw that. Build a champion or get the hell out of town. Be a man. All right, Indiana's women's team, 6.30 tonight. They take on Iowa and Caitlin Clark. It's going to be awesome. The next four games after that, really, really tough. You're at Ohio State on the 13th. You play Michigan at home on the 16th. You play Purdue at home on the 19th. And you're at Iowa again on the 26th. The only one of those teams not ranked in the top 15, Purdue. Should be a lot of fun. I love watching them play. IU-Michigan, Saturday at 6. It's a big game because the next five games for the Hoosiers are currently quad one games. Get those quad one wins. The losses, like the losses count, but only in that they're not wins. So go get a win this Saturday against Michigan. Stack those quad one wins and put yourself in a position where you could be a four seed in the East or a four seed in the in the South, go do that. Four seed in the Midwest, that'd be nice. Don't send them West. NCAA Selection Committee. If you send Indiana to the West again, my head's going to pop right off my neck. And and you know what? I don't need that. I don't need to have this thing sutured back onto my neck again. I may after after talking about the Pacers, may have to have that happen again. But Saturday, big game for Indiana. And then the next one's a big game, that game at Northwestern. You got a game at Purdue in there also. You got a game against Iowa. Let's go. Chuck Priller, thank you very much for the super thanks. The super thanks dance. Remember to subscribe because if you do, you got a chance to win a football signed by a Pro Football Hall of Famer. We're going to give it away next week. I can't wait to get I love getting the box, right? I won the auction at pristineauctions.com. You get the box, you don't know what's in there. It's a surprise. I don't know which one I bought. It's a mystery box. Nothing better than a mystery box. Takes me back to college. You get the mystery box, and you say, I wonder what's in there. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. 
Breakfast with Kent, as always, bright and early. And then the radio show, basking in all its glory. Phenomenal launch of this radio show on WGCL in Bloomington from 7 to 9 every weekday morning. It's just me. That's it. Talking and, and having a great time. And what a great way to start the day. Go to WGCLradio.com. Glass in the afternoon on right now, by the way. And hit click to listen. And... You got more of me. Who doesn't want more of me?